Hey there, I just wanted to update you on something really quick before we get into the show. And I've actually gone back and inserted this little part after the show's gone live, retrospectively, rather than trying to re-record a whole section of the show. I thought that'd be easier. So in this episode, towards the end of the show, I make mention of a resource that subscribers to the Marketing Builder Patreon page can access to help them work through the topic of this show and the advice. Now, Patreon is a membership-based website where people can access bonus materials for usually, say, a, a small monthly fee. The thing is, I had wanted to test the Patreon platform for some time, and when I launched this podcast, I thought, well, why not put the resources on the Patreon page and just see the appetite for people to maybe pay a small amount and access those resources. It was never about the money. Heck, it's only $4 a month is where I set the price at to access the resources for each show. But now, after 18 episodes or so, it's just all too hard. Not many people have subscribed, and I kind of feel I know how the platform works, and it may one day be a valuable resource on a client project. At least it's there as an option for the right projects. But for now, I've shifted all the resources for each show to that episode's show notes, and you can go and access those resources for free. Just head along there, hit the download link, and you can access them for free. I've killed the Patreon page, and going forward, all show resources will be available for free. Cheers. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp, and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Yo, yo, legends, pumped to have you joining me for episode 11 of Marketing Builder. I hope you're crushing it right now with your marketing, but if not, don't stress, because in this episode, we're going to take a look at something a lot of businesses really struggle with, how to set a marketing budget. How much should I be spending? Now, marketing budgets are always a bit of a chicken and egg scenario, right? I mean, so often we need to maybe sell more products or services so we can invest in the marketing, but investing in the marketing will actually help us achieve that goal of selling more products and services. So it's an especially heightened conundrum if you're a startup or a small business as you're probably scratching for every dollar and advantage that you can. Or maybe you do have access to a lot of money and it's your job to figure out how to spend it the best possible way. And I've worked in plenty of businesses where as the head of marketing, I'm just handed a total budget for the year and told to make the marketing work within that budget. So I diligently go about setting up or adjusting last year's spreadsheets and see how much stuff I could fit in until the money ran out. There's a lot of advice out there where people will tell you, depending on whether you are an old business or a new business and whether you wanna grow or you wanna maintain your business, what percentage of your annual turnover you should be spending on your marketing. Now, I don't know about you, but it always feels so impersonal and not tailored to my specific needs as a business. There's no consideration of so many of the factors that impact a business's marketing 
or the wider business's goals. So it got me to thinking, instead of blindly trying to spend a, a predetermined percentage of turnover and trying to figure out what tactics to spend it all on, we should be working from the other end, almost reverse engineering a budget from the tactics we think will best help us achieve our goals. In years gone past, marketing has always been treated as a function or a section of the business, something that just needed to be done, but it wasn't really part of the businesses. Marketers never really had a seat at the senior management table. This was especially true, and still is in some places, for those small or medium businesses that have had some success, but then added and gotten semi-serious about their marketing as they grew. So marketing was never part of the broader discussion about what the business was trying to achieve and the best ways to go about achieving it. It's evident in those instances where I was just handed a total budget for the year, but never, and I mean never, was I part of the discussions about what our sales targets were or what costs we were trying to manage. Not once did someone come to me and say, we want to achieve X, can you come up with a plan and let us know how much money you need or other resources you need to make that happen? So it always felt like I was just being treated as an internal agency or consultant, as in don't give them too much freedom and input and information in case they, they ask us for more money and resources because we don't really understand how all this marketing works. Well, sometimes it felt like I didn't have input into the goals at the start because maybe I'd say, well, hang on, guys, you want to grow by 10%, but you aren't giving us more marketing budget to actually help achieve that. You're just putting that goal out there and hoping that the same amount of money and tactics from last year will magically give us 10%. Thankfully, most businesses have come to realize that involving marketing at the start of any planning is really beneficial and that if a marketer is involved, then they can provide a lot of value about how to achieve certain things and whether the goals the business is setting can be helped or even achieved by marketing. As a side note, I'm always astounded when a business says something along the lines of, we've decided to start really focusing on the customer and put them first. I read it a couple of times in the news around businesses that are trying to refocus and, and restructure each year because when I read that, I'm like, what the f*** have you been doing? Because if a marketer has had a strong hand in your planning, they would have been telling you about how the customer has sat at the center of the marketing mix since time began. Anyway... At least they're getting back to the basics. We are supposed to be talking about budgets, right? Okay, so those percentages I mentioned before, well, depending on who you listen to, they range anywhere from 6 to 20% of turnover. So they're not really narrowing you down and focusing you. They say that if you're a new company, a startup, you obviously need to get the word out there and build awareness. And that takes more resources than an established business maybe maintaining their position in the market and maintaining their brand awareness. So... For new businesses or startups, they advise spending 12 to 20% of your gross turnover. That sounds like a lot, and it is because sometimes you're trying to market without any turnover. Maybe if you haven't even launched it or you've really only just started and don't have much income coming in. So you aren't caught flat-footed when you eventually do launch and, and get some momentum. So if you are marketing on no revenue, should you be spending nothing on your marketing? Well, if we follow those percentages, that's what it certainly tells us to do. But I hope that's not the case. I guess they'd argue that you should spend the percentage of what your initial target revenue is. Okay, so let's say that that's maybe going to be $250,000 per annum. So you'd be expected to spend um, fifteen dollars to $30,000 on marketing. It's still a big ask for a startup which hasn't even launched yet unless you're very heavily funded by speculative investors. 
For established companies, they say you should be spending 6 to 12% of your gross revenue on marketing. So let's say you have a turnover of $3 million per annum, then you'd be expected to spend between $180,000 and $360,000 per annum on your marketing. Now, I've worked in a few businesses where we've turned over that amount of money and I would have given my left arm to access that type of budget. But deep down, I don't think I'd have needed it. As I said earlier, instead of blindly trying to spend a predetermined percentage of turnover and trying to figure out what tactics you can spend it all on, we should be working from the other end, almost reverse engineering a budget from the tactics that we think will best help us achieve our goals. And I'll explain how I think it can work after the break. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. As always, I love hearing about businesses that are doing awesome marketing. So if you know of anyone we should be talking about or talking to, please just let me know. But I also love hearing from you, the listeners. So hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, on the email. If you know me personally, hit me up with my on my mobile, send me a text, let me know what show you're listening to. Seriously, like do it right now. Jump on, let me know what you're doing, what you're up to, where you're working and what episode you're listening to and I'll respond and say hi. Back to the topic. If you're a small business or startup, they say you should be spending 12 to 20% of your turnover on marketing and if you're an older, well-established business, you should be spending 6 to 12% or Maybe even you've heard of zero-based budgeting where each expense has to be justified before it is committed to for the next period. Don't think I've ever met a small or medium business doing that well. People's advice on this front is interesting because they use the word spending, which implies spending money. Sure, wages on marketing staff are spending money, but they don't typically count to the strict marketing budget. And besides, money isn't all that you can spend. You can spend time on your marketing. That's why I said earlier that I don't think I'd have needed all of the larger budgets that may have been available in those businesses that were turning over three to $4 million per year. So the $180,000 The reason being is because I've taught myself a lot of marketing and creative skills over the years. So they were already in-house. I wouldn't have needed to spend money externally to get access to those things. For example, I could always design our own ads for the newspaper and that wouldn't need to be strictly budgeted for. So we saved money. You see, if you want to improve your marketing, your 
spend, and I'm using air quotes here that you can't see, spending time or money, it sits on a continuum of that time at one end and money at the other. If you don't have the time, then you need money. If you don't have money, then you need time. If marketing is important enough, you'll find a way to make it happen. Otherwise, you'll find an excuse. And that excuse will most likely be that marketing really isn't a priority in the grand scheme of your business because you need to prioritize what you need to do. Not prioritizing marketing is okay with me. It's not my business. It's not my call. That's your job. But you can't run around saying you really need to do more or better marketing and not actually do anything about it, i.e. put some money into it or put some time into it. You can't escape those truths. But we know a lot of businesses aren't flush with cash. And even when they are, wouldn't you want to make the most of every last dollar anyway in your marketing? As I said earlier, instead of blindly trying to spend a predetermined percentage of turnover and trying to figure out what tactics to spend it all on until you have no money left in that part of the budget, I think we should be working from the other end, almost reverse engineering a budget from the tactics we think will best help us achieve our goals. So I've alluded to it a couple of times. How do we do that? If you've bought a copy of Marketing Builder or been in a Marketing Builder workshop, this will make complete sense to you. You would have created your visual card-based representation of your buyer journey and, and the tactics that you're going to execute, laying out all of those marketing tactics you are going to employ. Now, importantly, you would have made those tactic decisions based on a clear persona of your target audience, an analysis of where in your pipeline you need to focus, your overarching marketing objectives, and you would have set smart goals to go after. Even if you never used Marketing Builder, those are still the steps you need to go through. You need to clearly define your target audience, then you need to run an analysis of your pipeline and look at conversion rates for each step and decide where your efforts are best focused. Then you need to decide what objectives you are going to try and achieve to address the stages of the pipeline you wanna focus on. Is it brand awareness, brand positioning, lead generation, maybe it's relationship building with internal staff, suppliers, potential clients, community engagement, generating sales, networking, or is it building an audience and building up your database? With all of that in place, then you get to set your SMART goals. So for example, if you're gonna try and achieve the objective of building an audience and a database, then your SMART goal might be to increase the database by 4,000 people by December, 2021. Then and only then can you truly make informed and engaged decisions about which of the 100 plus marketing tactics you might employ in your business. However, back to the question of how you reverse engineer a budget from this point. Well, for patrons of the show, head to the show notes for episode 11 at marketingbuilder.net and follow the link to the Patreon page and download the spreadsheet. If you're not a patron of the show, then for just four US dollars per month, you can access all of the free resources I put together, such as worksheets, guides, templates, plus access to bonus patron-only Q&A shows, access to the Marketing Builder Facebook group for discussions and advice, and an ad to the Marketing Builder WhatsApp group where I share my random thoughts and encounters around marketing. You'll also get access to live shows, streams, and recordings, and I'll give you a shout-out for you and your business on the show. To become a patron of the show, just head to the Marketing Builder website marketingbuilder.net and click on the patron link so you don't actually need to be a patron to do this exercise you can create your own spreadsheet but obviously i've created one that makes it super easy for you so once you've downloaded the spreadsheet all you have to do is list all of the marketing tactics you are going to employ for the year that should be in that spreadsheet an educated list based on some real groundwork not just tactics thrown up as possibilities in which you're not truly committed to 
Then next to each one, complete the hours and or cost columns to show how much effort in both hours and money you would need to execute that tactic properly. Now the thing is, remember, when I spoke about spending time on your marketing as opposed to money, well, that all relates to things like doing your own social media or email campaigns or writing your own blogs and editing them up and reviewing and getting them up online instead of paying somebody else to do it. Either or is fine, but you can save yourself money if you spend your own or your staff's time on marketing instead of simply paying somebody else to do it. So it all becomes a decision that you need to make in the prioritization of the things that need to get done in your business and where your time and your skills and your staffs are best focused. That's why content marketing is so powerful. Advertising means that you need to spend money and usually it's expensive. Sure, lots of it like Google Ads is is very trackable and so you can figure out your return on investment very easily so long as it fits with your target audience. You will see that return on investment easily. But content marketing makes the most of you and your team's expertise, getting all your knowledge out of your head and getting it into content forms like blogs, ebooks, white papers, videos, and podcasts. Those are all vehicles you can execute yourself. You don't always have to pay someone else to help you do that. Unless, of course, you don't have the time or you don't want to learn the skills. Okay, so back to the spreadsheet. You'll notice that the first hours and cost columns are for weekly amounts. So we'll have Facebook, time, two hours, spend, zero. Blogging, time, one hour, maybe spend $100. That's cool because the spreadsheet will work out the monthly, half yearly, and annual cost for you. So you can consider the total resource allocation through various lenses. However, once you've finished the exercise and have costed or resourced everything up, you need to look at the total cost and hours through those different lenses. So look at the total cost and hours for the week or the month or, or annually and decide if you can actually commit to it. It's less about the percentages and whether the cost and hours will deliver your goals that you've set. So if you think resourcing is too much, then start eliminating tactics and see how that affects it. However, a word of warning, remember that you chose those tactics because you thought you needed them to achieve your goals, objectives, and pipeline focus. Now, I'm not saying don't take them out, just remember to do it carefully because you don't want to take out a significant tactic because it's expensive or it takes a lot of time to actually execute it properly if it is almost the linchpin to one of your goals. So for example, don't take out social media competitions if those competitions are designed to really build your database and you've only got one or two other smaller tactics that will take the place of that, that linchpin tactic. Be very, very careful. You need to consider how taking a tactic out will impact your ability to achieve your SMART goals. And that is how you reverse engineer a budget. That's a wrap for episode 11. I've been your host, Daniel Loyston, and it has been amazing having you listen to the show, and I trust you got lots of value out of it. Remember, as always, marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. If you love this episode, I'm happy. Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever it is you listen to your podcast. I'd also love to hear from you and what marketing you are crushing, you're killing at the moment, or maybe you're finding something a bit tough or you don't understand it or you're stuck or you need some inspiration or you just have a question. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston. That's O-Y-S-T-O-N. Or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKTBLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next next episode of Marketing Builder. 
This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.